Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. In the 1970s and 80s, a monster hunted the Connecticut River Valley. Seven bodies found, one survivor, and no suspects. I'm Jane Borowski, host of Invisible Tears. I was seven months pregnant and stabbed 27 times, and I survived. My story didn't end that frightful night. This attack on me physically and mentally lingered for years. I'm Amanda Bedard, and I'm Jane's life coach and co-host of Invisible Tears. Jane is ready to share her story, and not just about her attack, but her healing process afterwards. As a platform for truth and healing, we are on a mission to help others that suffer from PTSD and help bring awareness to mental health issues. To hear my story and others, you can find Invisible Tears wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. There were two more murders 15 miles well, away. Arrived, the found the telephone we have and a electricity line described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Your handwriting can be incredibly unique to you. No two people, under the scrutiny of an expert's eye, write exactly alike. On April 7, 1947, a man was born who would go on to take revenge for something his ex girlfriend did on over 30 innocent women. And after making the fatal mistake of writing a handwritten letter to police, experts were able to catch the serial killer that had been terrorizing a village in Belarus for 14 years. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Gennady Mikasevich was born on April 7, 1947 in the village of Belarus. Not much is known about his life pre-crime, but an important fact to know is that he, at some point in his life, joined the army and served overseas away from home. In May of 1971, he returned home from his latest tour, only to find that his girlfriend had left him and gotten married to someone else. This moment is what triggered the murderous side of Gennady, and he took his first victim on May 14, 1971. Angry, rejected, despondent, and suicidal, Gennady decided to travel to his parents' home in a neighboring village. Unfortunately, it was too late to catch the bus, and he began wandering the streets. 
That's when he happened upon a young woman walking on the road alone. He decided this was the perfect person to vent his anger on and killed her. He must have liked the feeling he got while taking a human life because he continued his murderous rage in October of 1971 and again with two victims in 1972. And as he killed, his life carried on. He graduated from technical school in 1973, started working, got married in 1976, had two children, and was seen as a teetotaler with children he loved and cared for very much. Despite these successes, he carried on with his crimes. Most of his murders were committed to facilitate rape. These women were smothered or strangled while being assaulted and left in secluded locations. He would often lead them to his unique red car and drive them away to their death. He carried no weapons and improvised depending on his location. He then robbed them of any valuables and gave the items to his wife as gifts. By the 1980s, the local police had started connecting the disappearances and murders of women near motorways. They figured out that they were all perpetrated by a single man and that there was a serial killer operating in their small village. They had witnesses that placed a red Zapororetz near a few of the scenes and investigators began checking any person in Oblash who possessed this car. Gennady, who was a member of a group that was essentially a neighborhood watch, helped with these searches. He was able to stay just a few steps ahead of police, enabling him to escalate his crimes. In 1985 alone, he killed 12 women. Killed 33 women between 1971 and 1985. But he was about to make a fatal mistake in order to keep his identity a secret. In an effort to throw suspicion in the opposite direction, even though he was not a suspect at this time, he wrote a letter to a local newspaper on the behalf of an imaginary underground organization called the Patriots of Vitebsk. In it, the organization called on its fellow militants to escalate the murders of communists and lewd women. Then he left a similar note next to his latest victim, also signed by the Patriots. Investigators took these letters and began checking against the handwriting of over 556,000 samples. It wasn't long before it was matched to that of Gennady Mikasevich. Due to these letters and some other evidence found later, Gennady was arrested in December of 1985 and executed via firing squad on September 25th, 1987. And though Gennady Mikasevich's death was swift, his case as a whole left a lasting impression and became notorious in the USSR. During the investigation, 14 other men had been tried, convicted, and four were executed for Gennady's crimes. They were forced to confess to crimes they did not commit by an incompetent and corrupt law enforcement agency. They took far too long. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day.